information you can trust, stories you can relate to, and tips and tactics you can apply on your next adventure. Hunting, fishing, camping, and everything in between. This is the Battle Mountain Podcast. This is a Battle Mountain Podcast from the archives. Paul Tedford, professional archer. Tonight, Paul and I are going to discuss a little bit about mindset, and it fits really well because Paul is just about ready to head to a big shoot in Mexico. So thanks for taking a little bit of time out of the evening before you head to your shoot and hopping on the show with us. Yeah, you bet. Just uh, kind of getting things ready, getting some some clothes dug out for the hot weather, and uh, you know, got to make some got to make some adjustments there since we're going from oh about forty degrees to uh, close to ninety degrees down in Mexico. So. Oh man, yeah, that is a huge jump. Yeah. <laughs> huge jump. Yeah, but it's just just part of the part of the game, I guess. When you go south of the equator it gets hot so yeah yeah for sure for sure so you know in the in the midst of mindset you know there's something right there i mean how that's got to kind of play with your mind a little bit you know because obviously it's not like you can go to the range and say and crank up the heat to 100 degrees in practice you know so (laughs) so yeah yeah <laughs> that's true actually um actually that's that's a good point because uh we my brother and i he's also coming with me um or going to the competition also we were talking about the the differences uh basically between weather and what it can do to equipment and what it can actually do to your uh like to your body and stuff too so that's another thing you kind of have to prepare for and prepare your 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 mind for is just going through those changes not letting it stress you out and not letting it you know bring you down or stress you out that's a big thing is stress going from those big changes like that um so yeah that's that's just one of the simple things i mean the weather uh when it comes down to it the weather can affect how you're you go into a competition what your mindset is and things like that so basically what you got to do is just, well, for one, you got to tell yourself, uh, you know, you can't control the weather, so you just have to accept what it's going to do. And two, just prepare for it. Uh, you know, look at what the weather might be down there. Like, like I say, down there, it's going to be close to 90, so obviously that means shorts and, uh, you know, light shoes and all the stuff that goes along with being outside for six, eight hours a day when it's that hot. Uh, basically that's the biggest thing is just prepare for it. Uh, and by doing that, you can kind of take a little stress off your mind mentally uh, and then be, yeah, be ready for whatever comes your way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a good point. Whether rain, snow, you know, whatever happens at any shoot, uh, you know, barring an actual disaster or something terrible that, you know, the shoot is still going to happen. So, like you say, accepting it and just pushing forward is is what's going to allow you to shoot the best for sure. Yep, that's all you can really do. Yep, yep. So as far as mindset goes, I, you know, you and I have talked before, and we we actually lost an entire podcast where we discussed mindset. Um, but like anything in life, you know, archery, if it 
you know, I don't want to say 99% mental, but, you know, up there, I would say 75 or 80% mental, you know, and then obviously the mm -hmm. mechanics are extremely important, but if you don't have a mindset, you don't have a foundation and, and you're lost. Um, so what are you, what are, what's kind of your take and why do you feel mindset so important to you? Well, you are right it, about the 80, 80%, you know, being mental. It really is. Uh, that's mostly what it comes down to is, uh, you know, you, you can only buy so, so good of equipment or such good arrows or, or, you know, anything like that to help you shoot. But when it comes down to it, after you have a little bit of guidance from, you know, maybe somebody uh, like a coach or somebody who can help you with your form and things like that, it really just comes down to yourself and what you're mentally capable of, uh, and how you're basically how you perceive the whole thing that we're doing. And, you know, if you're wanting to become a professional archer or even professional hunter, or even if we're not talking about archery, if we were talking about business or something like that, you just have to develop a, basically a philosophy, uh, to succeed. And, if you want to succeed in anything, you have to have like basically you just have to have a good foundation of of um, confidence and uh, you know trusting in your training and um, your skill and things like that. And boy, it's there's a lot of things that go into it, but but just preparing yourself for. Uh, some of the ups and downs that archery or, or competing has along with it. Uh, that's a big thing also. And, you know, you see a lot of inspiring quotes and stuff like that on how not to give up and keep pushing and, and everything. And that's actually important because it's pretty easy just to throw in the towel and, and, you know, uh, kind of give up on, on your dreams just because they come hard. But, yeah, you just got to push through and you can't, you can't really let it get you down. Um, you know, that's kind of what, what it's all about is, is getting back up after you get pushed down. And once you succeed, then it's just all, it's just worth all that crap that you went through to, you know, go the next step and keep going, keep pushing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you say, it's, it's, it's definitely a foundation and, Mindset isn't something that you can just, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to be happy today, and you're happy. I mean, yeah, it's absolutely a choice, but surprisingly enough, there's a lot of stuff that can really play into mindset and everything like that, <clears throat> and a lot of cool things out there to help you learn and all that kind of stuff. And talking off quotes, a, a really cool quote that I like from Les Brown is, if you fall down, land on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. And, yep. and that's just awesome. So, you know, talking about building the foundation, everything like that, what are, you know, what are a few of the strategies or books or maybe coaches or things like that, that you've utilized to help strengthen your mindset? Uh, that's a good question. Actually, there's, it all, it starts with the small things like, um, literally like years ago, I remember looking on YouTube for basically, I just started out like, okay, I want to look for something that's kind of inspiring. Like that'll show me, 
maybe on the down days, kind of give me a, a little bit extra boost to keep going. And really, I just started on YouTube, and 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 then from there, uh, you know, found a couple good speakers that had some good ideas on how to deal with the the hard days and the the down days and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of times, when you find these things, it's not just sports people. Uh, one person that I found that a lot of the things that he says that I like is uh, Jim Rohn. He's a business was he passed away some years ago, but he was a business guy and an entrepreneur and things like that. And he talks a lot about uh, dealing with the ups and downs, and he refers to them as like the seasons. Uh, you know, you have the summer, which is going to be like your good times and and your uh, you know the the ups basically and. Then you have your fall, which is going to be getting you ready basically for the winter, which is the hard times in life or business or sports or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, of course, you have the spring. But that just kind of helped me. And then once you, once you learn a few strategies from whether it be business or sports people, you can kind of form them into your own opinions and your own uh, strategies and, and kind of do how you know make it so it's going to fit more for you instead of uh anybody else but uh that's really the biggest thing is start small and pay attention to the details like uh just the small things that you can learn is really is is kind of adds up to be a lot and if you can share with other people and learn from other people what you've learned and what they've learned uh to how to deal with things and uh, basically you know that just makes it a little bit easier on on everybody if you can share but uh one thing also that i learned too is as you go through the process one of the hugest things you have to remember is is that all this stuff takes time like you can find the greatest quotes and the greatest speakers and things like that and it's not going to change your life or your sport or your business overnight it mm-hmm. it takes time and so you just have to always work on it you have to always apply it to uh you know to the different parts of your life and whether you know in archery of course that's my whole life basically and but you have to apply these things in all aspects of it like even in uh, let's say relationships or or building you know relationships with your coworkers things like that you have to every part of your life you have to apply these things, and that just makes it a little bit easier for once you're doing it in uh, the sports part of your life uh, or the main thing that you're trying to improve. So, yeah, that's kind of my biggest thing is just take take the steps and realize that these are the steps you have to take, and they're necessary, and they're, you can't skip them. Like, you just have to do them, and that's one of them is is finding ways to deal with those hard times like you were saying. Yeah, you know, and I agree completely. Um, you, it definitely doesn't happen overnight. It is a process. You know, uh, a bit guy going out to build a business or going out to win the world with a bow, it doesn't really matter either way. He didn't go to bed one night deciding that's what he's going to do and wake up the next morning and it happened. You know, right. it is and a if complete he did, it, process. If he did, yeah, it is. And if he did, it wouldn't be that, it wouldn't be very fulfilling. Exactly. Although, it might, might be nice on you know it might look nice and the, the money might be nice but it, it really wouldn't be as fulfilling as as going through the process 
Yep, exactly. Because we thrive off challenge. We're humans. We we love the challenge. You know, you just got to learn mm-hmm. to enjoy uh, the journey and realize that it's part of it, uh, and and live within the journey and not try to get around it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's very few uh, success stories of people that took shortcuts. Exactly, exactly. You know, and <clears throat> so walk us kind of through a little bit some of the some of the mental things you do as far as being on the line you know because i could imagine uh one of the first times you know you went to go to a shoot and you looked down and you saw somebody that had won the world five times and you're like oh my gosh i'm shooting against them you know what are what are some things that you're doing mentally on the line whether it's a mantra when you're about to shoot or or things like that what what kind of stuff do you do so there's a couple things actually, and I forgot to mention uh, a lot of the good things that I've learned uh, throughout the last couple of years is it came from the book, and I'm sure a lot of people listening have heard of it, but called With Winning in Mind oh, yeah. Uh, by Lan- yeah, Lanny Basham. And as most people know, he was an Olympic uh, sharpshooter, rifle shooter, whatever you want to call it. And he just put in a book basically all the things that he learned throughout well the process and he shared you know shares with people what he his stuff is so that that kind of taught me a lot and gave me some ideas to use on my own and also uh traveling for the last couple years with dave cousins and and helping out with some of his seminars that he does and things like that uh i've learned quite a few picked up on a lot of things that he teaches also and that's good stuff too but Basically, when I'm up there on the line, uh, whether it be indoors is a little more stressful uh, than outdoors. So let's we'll just talk about indoors here since that that indoor season just wrapped up anyway. Okay. Um, indoors, like I said, is just a bit more stressful. So a lot of times, what I work on, I try to keep fairly simple. And one of the main things that I work on is breathing for one. Breathing, there's a couple reasons why it helps me is because uh, physically your body obviously needs oxygen and it needs a consistent form of oxygen. So you want to basically come up with a very simple uh, pattern of breathing that you can do when you're just standing on the line and not at full draw. Some people think, oh, he breathes at full draw. Well, no, I don't breathe when I'm aiming. I breathe before and then obviously after the shot. Um and that's really, really simple. You know, a lot of people ask me, oh, what do you do? What, you know, what's your breathing like? And it's kind of hard to explain if I was in front of a group of people, maybe I could explain, but it's just coming up with a pattern and sticking to it. So that's one thing. Um, another thing on the line that helps, and I kind of learned this from that book is, uh, this is actually very simple, but also find a good, simple song that you can repeat in your head over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically what that's doing is it kind of distracts your conscious mind from some of the stuff that you can't control, like, you know, your nerves or uh, the people around you or the, you know, the lighting or just different situations when it comes to shooting a bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that kind of helps distract those things and it helps pass the time a little bit, you know, because you're up there for two, three, four minutes, depending on what round you're shooting. And it can be, you know, if you're not careful, you can, you can let it 
you know the time get to you but so that's another thing and then uh also is is you just got to stay positive while you're up there i know uh there's some people that i run across that they get really pissed off or really mad like if they make a bad shot or if they miss and really all that's doing if you get that way when you do make a bad shot is it's just reinforcing those bad habits that you just repeated um so this is something i learned um and i'll give him credit because i'm taking it right from his seminar but dave cousins teaches when you make a shot whether it be good or bad uh let's say it's bad actually okay actually any shot i'll, I'll go back i can say just any shot you okay. need to find one thing uh that you did awesome like you you know you did this thing and you achieved it and you you made a great part right there in that shot but also instead of saying um you know oh this part of the shot sucked or this i need to you know not do that again or whatever just find one thing that you can do better next time you know that's a little bit different than saying that part of it sucked i'm not going to do that again just say well my release was a little bit slow that time uh, i'll just you know work on that a little bit and basically what that's doing all that's doing is just not it's not reinforcing those bad habits it's just helping you work on those bad habits so there's a little bit of a difference there absolutely um so yeah ba you know so just to recap there's like three things that are going through my mind my breathing probably a song which everybody asks me which one it is and i won't share I'll never tell – I pretty much have never told anybody. I've maybe told one or two people in the whole – and it's literally been the same song since I was, oh, 12 or 13 years old. It's, <laughs> so, you know, obviously it's an older song, but, uh, yeah, it's just – it always pops into my head when I'm when I'm up there maybe, you know, trying to distract myself a little bit. Yeah. But uh, – and then, and then the last thing is just, is just to – uh, reinforce the good things that you did and what you can do a little bit better. Absolutely. And I, and I, that's a really good point there because it keeps things in the positive, you know, much like rather than saying, I want to be debt free, you would say something like, I want to be 100% cash positive because it right. keeps all of your statements in the positive, which there reflects into your mind and your subconscious to keep things positive. And, Positivity is huge when you're doing something that's creating stress on your body, like towing the line, shooting targets. <laughs> right, yeah, and competing for large amounts of money. Like uh, last weekend, uh, was it was about twenty thousand dollars up for grabs. And so, if you think if you think about the bad things, then uh, of course there's negative things, and there's just no denying that. But if you really dwell on them and if you think about them, then you probably won't go as far as you actually can. So, yeah, yeah. just trying to stay positive and, and keep the a good mindset like that is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. And so along with sing, singing your song, are you – because I know a lot of archers, you know, that they hit full draw and they're either saying aim, 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 aim or pull, 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 pull or, or squeeze, 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 squeeze. You know what I mean? Like um, – basically probably more like what your song is doing um so is any of that kind of stuff running through your head as well or are you just focused on singing the song and and you start to semi go on autopilot uh 
there's times uh, autopilot's never a good thing. Um, yeah. Like when people say, "Oh, I, I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm," uh, it just kind of flowed. That's not necessary. Some days that seems like it works well, but it's not a necessarily a good thing because that's hard to repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless there's really something bothering me like maybe when you get to outdoors and the wind's really blowing or inconsistent or just tricky maybe it's rainy or something like that there is times where you do have to remind yourself um or or actually before i finish that or maybe like when you're super super nervous that day and and you can't seem to shake the nerves there is times where you do need to remind yourself like you know keep your dot in the middle or remember to push remember to pull um you know uh what else is there there's you know keep a good timing and rhythm on your release hand and your shot sequence and things like that so yeah i'm not going to say there's never a time where you shouldn't be thinking about those things but if you can if you can put those into the subconscious part of your mind and kind of rely on your training that you've you know that you've done for the last year or months or weeks uh that's a little bit tricky just because there is days where you do have to rely on thinking about some some parts of your shot but if you can kind of keep it more simple the the, the simpler the better it's kind of hard to explain I, I guess maybe i'd have to think about it for a little while longer but um yeah, I know, like, uh, I'll give you an example, actually. This year in Vegas uh, was the best I've ever shot in Vegas. I finally made the shoot-off after going to Vegas for a lot of years. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> got the 900. man. Yeah, thanks. And what it, uh, I told my the owner of the company, the main company that I shoot for, Prime, I told him every shot was hard. Now, I know that's kind of reinforcing some of the negative, but I'll just say it. Every not one shot was easy for me, and I told him I after the round uh, on Sunday after I'd finished all 90 arrows for three days, I at that point I could remember every single arrow that I shot, all 90 of them, and because each one I had to try really really hard on, and I think that kind of came from I I just. Yeah, I really wanted to get that 900 this year, and I was really driven, and I was really nervous this year for some reason just because I could feel myself getting close even from the <laughs> beginning. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that whole competition, I was I was hounding myself like even though, you know, I was telling myself even though you're shaking, just continue to make a good shot or being one thing also – learn from Dave Cousins is this is actually a positive thing is uh, when you're nervous and your adrenaline's up, you seem to think that you're shaking more or you're not aiming as steady. And really what you need to tell yourself and what's we're actually going on is since that all that adrenaline is pumping through your body, you're pers- you're only seeing – Basically, your vision and your perception is better, so you're seeing the movement a little more clear, and you're reali- like you're realizing what your sight is doing, what your body is doing, and, and everything that's going on. 
you can see all these things because your adrenaline is up and it might not be any different from any of the, any of the days before you just see it more because your vision is better and your senses are better because of the adrenaline. And so you just got to remind yourself like this pressure that I feel and then the adrenaline that I feel is actually a good thing. This is what makes it all worth it. Good things happen when, you know, I feel this feeling like I'm nervous as can be, uh, uh, you know, you feel the same feeling maybe when you're, uh, you know, when you're going out with a cute girl or when you're about to make, a ton, you know, about to make a ton of money and maybe a poker hand or you're about to make a good business deal. You feel nervous. Well, good things happen when you're nervous. So you got to remind yourself of that. Yeah, I agree completely. And I think I think learning to play in the fire, so to speak uh, is ex- is it's basically a must for situations that you're going to be put in if you want to be a professional archer, or I mean even even if you're on the hunting side and you want to kill big animals, um, you've got to learn how to you got you've got to learn number one what it feels like to be in a situation like that. Then number yep. two, you've got to learn what to do with yourself, your emotions. Uh, your adrenaline, just like you just said, um, in situations like that, because once you learn how to harness it and control it, um, you're like you're basically unstoppable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and and actually, um, uh, since you say that about like hunting and stuff, and really, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I, I wish, I wish I could do what you do and things like that, and I, you know, you don't want to stand there and discourage anybody from doing it, but you just a lot of people uh, basically they got to realize that um, it, it like we talked about earlier it takes a long time and that's not trying to be negative again by any means but it just takes a lot of experience and a lot of uh, trial and error to get to the point where you can control the nerves and things like that and the only basically the only way to learn those things is to gain the experience. And that's what I always tell people is no matter what it takes, if this is really what you want to do, get out there and go to as many competitions as you can or or in a hunter's sake, go hunting as often as you can. Do everything that it takes to get to the next stage in your uh, sport or your craft or whatever you're working on. Do like spend the money no matter what it takes, spend the money, take the time, you know, forego the vacations, forego the, the, the parties and everything like that. You just have to, if that's what you really want, you just have to go for it and you will get there once you gain some experience. Um, you know, some people takes a little bit longer than others and some people, you know, a little bit less than others, but no matter what it takes experience and you have to make some sacrifices to get that experience. Uh, so that's really my biggest advice is, is if this is what you want to do, you have to go for it. You have to decide and you have to forego some fun things to do what you want to do now or later. You got to forego some things now. Yeah. You, you couldn't have said that really any better. Like how badly do you want what you say you want? You know, and 
and just like he said, it's it's not impossible for anyone. You've just got to put in the time. If you want it and you decide you want it, you have to do it. And and once you start, you know, putting yourself in those situations and going to shoots and doing all the and going to all the practices, that comes completely full circle around on your mindset, on your mindset and breeds confidence and confidence is king. As soon as you're confident in yourself and your abilities, uh, it's it's incredible what it'll do, um, and it just continues to thrive inside you. And then your mindset's great. <laughs> for now, I mean, a couple of those things that I said are, are really important just for getting going. And and uh, you know, if 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 we if somebody has some questions or something, they can always usually contact me through through Facebook or. Or however they, uh, if they see me at a competition, I, I've had quite a few people ask me questions. So I'm always trying to open to, trying to be open to, uh, you know, helping people out. And the more you help people, the more you can take in, you can learn new things also. So, uh, yeah, you just kind of got to go with the flow. <laughs>